<laughs> Fuck off, Kyle. Welcome to the NPC's weekly topic for January 11th, 2020. This week, we are talking about top antagonists. My name is Travis. As always, I am joined by Preston, Kyle, and Dan. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. Hey, he said hello. Hello. Ah, he said hello, too. Son of a bitch. Can you enjoy my sultry voice for you? No. No. As I said, the topic for this week is top video game antagonists. How antagonized Didn't were we? Fucking steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> How antagonized were we the by the these sons of a bitches <laughs> in video gaming history? He just kept moving along. That's a bummer. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to go ahead and just read off the entire list of what we got and start arguing for? Yes, we do. Preston, well, read I, the list. I read last week. I read. I don't want to read. Good. You should read this week. I don't want to read. God, Dan, fucking read? damn it, Dan. <laughs> We do it. <laughs> Dion. Dion. <laughs> You're wasting time, motherfucker. <laughs> as as long I'll do this that. all fucking day. <laughs> I'll, I'll, here all day I'll do it all fucking day. I don't give a shit. I ain't got nowhere to be. I took a nap. I'm good to go. Hi, Kyle. Man. Do you like that one? No. Man, I go ahead, it. Dan. I was just really. I'll, I'll, let me go ahead and turn Preston down really quick. <laughs> you can't stop go me. Ahead. We can't. No, I'll probably just push Kyle out of the way for his microphone. Go. All right, probably. Dan. What's on the list? All right, we got Frau Engel from Wolfenstein One and Two, Glados from the Portal series, Joker from the Batman Arkham series, Vas Montenegro from Far Cry Three, Andrew Ryan from the Bioshock series, Shodan from System Shock, Ganon, obviously Legend of Zelda series. Dorman from Shadow of Colossus, Kerrigan from StarCraft, Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. Why do you have two on here specifically? Specifically Mortal Kombat Specifically two? two? Okay. Specifically two. Am I really going to mention this next one? Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my vote for top antagonist, by the way. <laughs> Survive with friends groups in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Dr. Wily from Mega Man. And don't hate me, Kyle. I didn't put this on the list, but... Eggman Ugh. from Sonic. <laughs> what am I, Kyle? You're a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robotnik. <laughs> it's Jim Carrey. Ugh. It's done. It's Jim Carrey. Oh, my God. Anyway, oh continue, Dan. <laughs> we have uh, Kafka from Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. Uh, Arthas from World of Warcraft. Uh, Diablo from the Diablo franchise. Um, everyone else in Mario Kart <laughs> slash Mario Party. <laughs> we have Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII, Lavos from Chrono Trigger, uh, Albert Wesker from the Resident Evil series, Liquid Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid Four, uh, Handsome Jack from Borderlands Two, The Elusive Man from Mass Effect Two and Three, and Bowser from and I quote Travis every damn Mario game. Yeah, that son of a bitch. That's a good list. Back to the Metal Gear Solid one, though. Brother! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time he just happened to run into um, to Snake, it was just, brother! <laughs> Every time. Especially at the end fight, too. I, I had to get that out. I saw it. I was just like, mm, I gotta say it. He's so happy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Dude. He's, like, shaking in his that was chair. A good, hey, that was a good fight at the end of Metal Gear Solid 4, okay? After going through the microwave tunnel and just going and beating the shit out of Liquid Ocelot. That was cool. Anyway. Is it? Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of it. Oh, yeah, that is a good fight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. That is a good fight. All right. So, how do we want to do this? Same as last week? Same as every week. Same as every week. Same as the week. Hey, Kyle. What are your thoughts on Eggman? Tell me. I just I, see I, the rage. I, oh, man. <laughs> He's lonely so building. Mad. <laughs> Oh, let's 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 not right now. <laughs> you know what? I like Jim Carrey in the mask. I thought his portrayal of the great get the fuck <laughs> away from me. <laughs> Damn, I don't know how to cut these. Um, I'm gonna go after Bowser. I mean, first. we can cut the silly okay. Why are we first? going after Bowser? Mario is a fucking moron, so he's a very effective. But there's nothing to antagonist. Bowser. No, there doesn't have to be. He's a very effective antagonist. Well, to be the best antagonist, yeah, there has to be. That's... He's a very effective antagonist because Mario is an idiot. Is could, Couldn't you just replace Bowser with anything in the Mario games the same? Mm, I don't know. The answer is yes. Yes, you could. <laughs> if Bowser was a giant Goomba, it would change nothing. In... Bowser's nothing, really? Is he even a bad guy? Why does he get all those party invites? If he was a bad guy, I'd be like, I don't want this guy at my party. You gotta have some balance. I mean, we have Preston here, so obviously we've got to throw some balance in for the podcast. So I don't know what that's, that means. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making comparisons here. Regardless, Am um, I Bowser. I mean, if you if you want to compare it to the rest of the list, yeah. I mean, wasn't that what we're doing? Bowser's Bowser's an effective. <laughs> uh, Bowser is an effective antagonist. <laughs> however, however, yeah, it's there isn't a lot about him. So sure, pull him. Can we take Bowser off? Bye, Bowser. Sherman says bye to Bowser. Bye. Suck my dick, Bowser. All right. There. I cut one for you. Hmm? Now you got to cut one. We're going to do now one. I got to cut Let's one. Let's get knives out, We're just going to do the, the, the funny stuff. That's all just like. No, Dude, awesome. I love the Okay. Okay. I remember seeing – I briefly glanced at this list and I saw the Mario Kart Mario Party one there and I didn't put it together and then as soon as like you read it for some reason that's when it clicked and I'm like oh my god yes fuck everybody else well yeah those are obviously gone like yeah. we just wanted to say it out loud so everyone yeah. knows that everyone yes. else is a cunt you bring, you bring everyone together to have a great well, time with a game specifically Luigi he's got the death stare no, we're talking about the people. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> I but like, if, if you really, you if you really want to be the antagonist in Mario Kart, you play, and as you Luigi, want to be the other guy, just yeah, with play the as stare. Luigi. Just the death stare. Just is the death stare. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. You yeah. bring everybody together to play a nice, happy round of Mario Kart or Mario Party, and then at the end of the night, you're just pissed off at everybody. Or you have all the stars, or you've won all the tracks. You know, or you, you win like shelled. I do. <laughs> You know what? You he just... every fucking match. He'll be down by the time we get to the fucking <laughs> not stars, an exaggeration. Man. And he, whatever the stars they give out, or what Dan happened to do, like if we if, last... say I won more mini games, they're like, well, we're not giving a star out for this game. They're like, no, we're gonna go ahead and like whoever has the most items this time. Literally. Every fucking time, and Dan gets like three stars. Literally, the last game we played, we got a bonus star for who moved the least amount of spaces, and I was rolling ones constantly. The whole fucking game. I'm like, are you shitting me? See, I have never once seen that category, except like maybe one other time before. The game but... fucking invented something so Dan can have another star and then win at the last guaran- second. I'm guaranteed a bonus Party. star in Mario Party every oh, time. Which Mario Party were you playing? This is 10, isn't it? This is the, no, the newest one on Switch, Super Mario Party. Oh, wow. Ah, oh. oh, dude, just fuck that. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I don't know if that's 
so much. It's not you. It's the game. Maybe for Mario Party. It forces Party, you like, to hate each other. It's like, as you God play it. damn, man. Ah. Yeah. No, that one. Oh, yeah. That, Survive that one. with Friends has to go but too. But. Yeah, fuck. Survive with Friends in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> they just ruined the goddamn game. Sorry, I can't. Jen done, Jen done, Jen done. Sorry, I can't hit the, the you know. The no, quick action there to get no, the no, we're talking going. as killers. Oh, not. not I actually have not played that one then with you guys. No, no, no. You, you, you would be playing killer against a f- group of four. Oh, okay. Because their comms are usually just off the fucking charts. They're just gen rushing the shit out of you. you good luck beating. <laughs> okay, okay, but yeah, it's gone. That was just fun to say. All right, what do we got? Now on to the actual. Now to the actual shit. I mean, Bowser, yeah, whatever. Um, he was shit. You're right. He is actual shit. Good call. <laughs> Let's get him out of there. <laughs> I'm going to go after a good one early on. Uh, Voss. He's only in part of the game. I'm with you. He's not even the main bad guy of the game. If it wasn't for that like, speech He's in the a opening, really good antagonist, but he's only in part of the game. And I don't like how they close him off yeah. either. I'm with you, but I don't know if these guys want to fight us. I'm That's with you. okay. I, I actually was going to put him on my list, but I like the other stuff better. I think he's he can go. Ah, he's just he has shout such out, a good speech. Though, yeah, sure. like uh-huh. yeah, he does have some good speeches. Yeah, he almost makes you like respect his but craziness, wit. I don't. Yeah, he's one of the first ones I can think where like they really show that crazy. Like this guy's just fucking nuts. But yeah, he. Yeah, I don't like how they finish him off. It was very I don't know. I think he was and him probably, not being the main boss really just bugs the hell. Yeah, out of but him. I think he was probably one of the the best bad guys in any of the Far Cry games. At least I thought so. Anyway, he, yeah, he's the best one, yeah, just because he had like the most personality. Hmm. But if we're talking like also just in the game itself, it doesn't really. I'm not playing Far Cry to get back at Voss or like I avenge my. The, my friend's death. Like, that's not why I'm playing Far Cry. I'm just dicking around destroying that world. So, he doesn't push me in any way, I guess. I don't need right. to see what he, I don't need. I don't yeah, really in Far Cry 3, I just like to be extreme like show, and get yeah. tattoos to show that I'm so extreme. Yeah, you're a cool fucking badass. <laughs> like, you're just, I'm just showing up. Like, I'm just a tourist and now I'm going to be super extreme. Yeah, he just shows up to, he just shows up for like a cool moment. Like, oh, it was cool that Boss was here, but yeah, yeah. I think he can hmm. go. I kicked him off. Sorry. Can't stop me. Okay. I got to ask Preston. Okay. Shao Kahn, Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> Just because it's like, it's a very, it's not Mortal Kombat series. It's Mortal Kombat 2. It's Mortal 2. Kombat 2. Why? The actual gameplay of him trying to get by Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat 2. It's probably a lot like, um, uh, the Street Fighter guy, uh, the hidden character. Uh, start, Akuma? Akuma. Akuma, thank you. He's just such a, bitch just, it, i mean we could take because there's no actual character behind it like story development or anything if that's what we're going for but as far as like an actual gameplay thing of thing that just pisses you the fuck off shao khan man he would take a quarter of your health with each fucking hit you could not see any of his shit coming and he was just relentless there was no way he would taunt you he's like wow. you can't hit me and then you'd go running up to him and as soon as you did he'd smash your fucking skull in with a hammer to finish you off you're like eat it bitch fuck Shao <laughs> Kahn man <laughs> I, if we want to take him off but I feel better just saying that what a fucking asshole did Ugh. he have did he have up at that point though I mean as we've gone through the years now we all know who Shao Kahn is but the question is did he have any development at least and any even like 
minute backstory. He was of who just he the, was up to that point. He, he was just, the big bad. Yeah, you just knew he was ruler of Outworld. Yeah, that's all. That, that yeah. Okay, yeah. he does have a little ambition where he's like wants to unite everything. So mm-hmm. under his rule, but right. That's why I was just wondering: is was there any of that at least going through? But of course, that's not what Mortal Kombat was really about anyway, though. Too at least at that point in time. No, you know, there wasn't much of a story. It's just like, okay, you have a progression, but you're beating the shit out of people as you go, and then you finally get to him. It's like, okay, the objective is just to beat him and then be done. At least if you want to look at it from that. Yeah, but it was such a hard objective <laughs> to do. Like, so he's ah, more of a just frustrates it's you. A, yeah, it's a frustrating a, gameplay yeah, thing. Like, God, not, this, I hate this fucking showed, guy. I would think that if like if they did flesh him out a bit in there too, like if they introduced different bits of him and you fought him multiple times like through the game, then maybe he could be considered more of an effective antagonist more yeah. instead of like a, oh, he's the final boss. I'm here just to piss you off antagonist. Then I mean, I kind of like what they've done with his story over the later ones. Not like huge, but he's just kind of big dumb muscle head who shows up to just ruin their day a lot of times. <laughs> I kind of like him. He's presented as being some intelligent, you know, ruler of some kind, and there's then he comes no across thought. as like a meathead. That's what he is. There's no thought to him. Like, there's no my parents were killed, and I'm avenging their thoughts, or or I'm living up to their standards or anything like that. He's like, I want Earth. I'm going to take it. You're a dick. <laughs> He's like, I, I do like that. Honorable mention him, for him, but yeah, I think he could. Ah, oh, man. I miss you, Shao Kahn. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking whore. Until he uppercuts you. And, oh, man. <laughs> Remember, because you, you could fucking uppercut the shit out of him. He gets right back and taunts you again. He points at you like, nice try. I was like, you fucking asshole. And then he, you, you will never win. And you never win. And he's like, god damn it. And you'd always sit there and pose at the end. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Ah, fucking Shao Kahn. What an asshole. Yeah, fine. Hey, do you... Do you, do you, if we're going to get rid of, of Shao Kahn for those reasons, should we get rid of Dr. Wily then? I was going to say we should get rid of Dr. Robotnik. Well, we can get rid of them both if you want. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, that's fine. Like, nothing really. They're just... Yeah, they're, they're, yeah I mean, they're, they're characters. It, I think yeah, it's also, like, just the limitations of the times. You know what I mean? Like, back... There wasn't the a story song. to tell in those exactly, types of games. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We have stuff on here that... It was old timey, and they did a good job flushing out the character. I mean, I guess you could do that for the style of game, though. But anytime they try and do introduce a story for Robotnik or Wily, it's kind of the same. It's, but it not comes, only that, it's shit. But it's it comes not even to the good. Same thing. It's, but it's it comes, not even I, like okay. I think the comparison then can be like how we nixed Bowser here with the Mario games. Then too is that Wily and uh, Doctor Robotnik fall into the same category. I think with yeah. that too is that yeah. Dr. Robotnik, we know he's the bad, he, he's like the bad guy for the sake of being the bad guy. Yeah. And that's the same with Wyatt and that's the same with Bowser. I agree. Of course, you know, they, at some point in the Mario stuff, they tried to turn Bowser around. They had some ally stuff too. Cause didn't they have one of the Mario games where Bowser was actually your ally at some point? One of the, like the Paper Mario, not Paper Mario, but, um, the RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Legend yeah. Of the seven stars. Thank you. He's yes. a good guy. Yes. He actually is. So mm-hmm. talking about Mario game, by the way, that's a great game. Uh, that's why I was just bringing it up is that if we're going to make those comparisons, at least like with Bowser though, too, is it that, would be yeah, consistent. Wily and yeah, yeah. Wily and Eggman slash Dr. Robotnik slash Jim Carrey. That's Go. consistent. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, Eggman. Yeah. You know, guys, I gotta say this. This is actually, <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I, I gotta say this. This is actually, this is rolling really well. This is actually like, we're eliminating things like a lot better than I thought we were compared to last time when we were 
You know, oh, we all start beating the shit out of each other. A lot harder. Oh, yeah, I know. With the rest <laughs> what are we of the shit. One, two, three, four, five, um, six, seven, eight, 17. Nine, 10, I did 20, not play 20, Final 20, Fantasy 20, 3 or 6. Can you talk to me about Kefka? He should be number one. Well, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a question. Oh, man, this Dan gets ready to jump over the table. Not even a question. Slow down. If you want to keep him on the list, but slow I've never played 3 or 6, so that's why it's like I can't. I don't have a uh, he a is type. the well, even even for final just Final Fantasy, he's by far the best villain. He outshines Sephiroth, outshines everybody. Um, he is there. There are a lot of layers to him. I mean, at first he just kind of looks like the kind of crazy clown thing. You know what I mean? Like their version of a Joker. But oh, that's who this is. Yes. Okay. Okay. I've seen. I, okay, now, okay, I've got a picture in my head of who it was. I was thinking more like standard Final Fantasy dress, you know, some hair slick back guy or some hair sticking up like Cloud style or something. But, yeah, I remember from the animations of 6. At least I never played it, but I remember seeing some stuff after the fact. So, okay, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Continue on. No, I mean, he's just – he even, – even on this list I'm looking at it, like he is – he's – I don't want to say most ambitious, but – his his genuine hatred for life in general is what makes him such a fright. It's what makes him. It's what makes the game my favorite, and I, you know, arguably a lot of people say it's the best Final Fantasy, and it's mostly because of him. He's he's so evil that the victory is all the better. Um, he has no regard for humanity, no regard for life. He's the only guy who actually, when he, when he sets his goal of attaining godhood status, he accomplishes it and he uses this godhood and he actually destroys the entire planet. He, 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 the second half of this game is after is basically post-apocalyptic. He ascends his godhood tower and he, literally annihilates the planet and he kills millions and millions of people. So he's not some type of character that just immediately spiraled out of control, you know, had some sort of like good to evil type backstory and then just went completely ballistic. His intentions were clear (coughs) all the way through from beginning to end. So his, his backstory is that he actually was supposed to be like, like the main character and one of the other characters, Celeste. Um, So in this world, they kind of, there used to be magic. Magic went away because humanity abused it. Okay. Because magic is tied to another race called Espers. Okay. Espers are like, we're going to go hide because you don't deserve our powers. And humanity found a way to kind of weaponize them. Okay. So he was actually an experiment of a basically like a super soldier. And he was a failed experiment. And then he finds out about this halfway through the game. And then like he – really snaps like before then he's still he's still powerful because he is a super soldier right but he goes crazy at that point and then basically kills everybody wow and and so like the fact that he is actually able to accomplish his goal that he set out his blatant disregard for life is what makes him an incredibly scary villain. There are other villains on here though that do that same thing of achieving their goal. Mm. Not on the same scale. No, yeah, not on the I same will, scale of literal, literal global just, destruction. Just because it's not the same scale doesn't like that's what he's aiming for. That doesn't matter. Like, well, he's not. 
just because Dorman doesn't want to kill all of humanity doesn't mean that he's a less interesting villain. No, I think I think he should definitely stay on the list and maybe revisit later on if we had to. I I, I, I agree he should be on the list. I just don't know man. about number one, but I, I agree he should be on the list as like a personal number one. At yeah, least yeah, as of right I, now, I have I have no think, desire but, to kick him off the list by any means. But uh, we'll see how things continue. Can we kick off Gaddon then? Um, does anybody want to fight for him? I think I'm I'm fine with losing him. He's very one note too. That, yeah, yeah that's his his exactly. goal is always the same. I mean, yeah. you even in every iteration that you fight against with him, it's the goal is always the same. Yeah, I, it's just the, it's the power of the Triforce. He wants all three. He wants to be able to rule. That's never what's driving me in a Zelda game either. Yeah. I don't think Andrew Ryan should be on here. I he's like Andrew not. Ryan. He's not really the bad guy. I mean, he he's presented as your bad guy, but he's not your bad guy. You know, he is until the last quarter of the game. He's kinda. he's been he's and antagonist doesn't mean bad guy. It's working against the protagonist. It's not the villain. It's the person that's working against you. So that's what he's doing for the entirety until you kill but him. But he's not working against you. Yeah, he is. He's he, the one. He's preventing you from getting to him. He's the one ransacking the city I, in a I lot think of that ways. In general, he's he's trying to prevent you know everyone getting to him in that sense like because it, it it's been you know he's been under attack you know so you say he doesn't have like a personal beef with the main character it's more right. of a it's more of a distributed to whoever's making the effort to it, get it's to just him. that you're the next guy that's coming after him you know no there's a personal beef he created you you're his you're his scientific experiment gone wrong you don't realize that he's trying to keep you from learning that truth. Yeah. Hmm. Like. Unless everything that continues to keep going after him is is in the same vein. But if it's not, then. Hmm. I'm not ready to lose Andrew Ryan yet. Okay. Well, I mean, we've, we've always can circle back around on this one. I mean, I get what you're saying at the same time. Like, because he, he isn't the end bad guy. He's not right. the one who's been pulling your strings the whole time. That's Atlas. Obviously. So, I, I mean, I get that. Like, I, I guess, I guess I, I just see it as Atlas is your real antagonist. He, like, Andrew Ryan is an antagonist, but he's not necessarily your antagonist. I think he is for the majority of the game. He's presented to be. He actually is, too. Like, don't, it's not like Andrew Ryan's a good guy. He's, and he's. Yeah, but the only reason he's, he, he's trying to pre- to, to stop you is because of Atlas because you you have orders from Atlas so I what is that I don't know I, I I I just don't see him as the ultimate bad guy with with that uh, we can circle back around okay yeah it's <laughs> yeah we narrowed down a lot of things here and then now we're in the the, the beat the crap out of each other level here. So, so I know we've done this kind of in the past as mm-hmm. a kind of like, like a blocker, but you have Joker on here. He's oh not yeah. Like, we were talking about that, man. You know, that's the reason like for music, we didn't have like licensed music right. and stuff. He's yeah, you're right. He's the best 
Batman villain. There's no question about that. Yeah, he's he's yeah. an awesome villain. He's works so get well against him. Yeah. He works great in those games, but he is licensed. Mm-hmm. I love you, Joker, but technicality kicks you off. Otherwise, I would fight hard for you to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. God, he's so fucking good in those games, though. The Joker. Interesting. What do we have here? Uh, sell me on Lavos. Yeah, let's talk Lavos. Well, sell me. So Lavos came to Earth like millions of years before the story even started, and has had a plan to basically make a giant army and make Earth its home base to attack everyone else. Now you're you're trying to prevent this from happening, but Lavos is also trying to destroy Earth. There's a lot of stuff to it, I, and it doesn't really come up until, I want to say, Chrono Cross, but you find out Lavis also made Mankind, but it kind of alludes to the fact that Mankind could have been potentially part of that weapon. There's a lot of twists. I, I don't know even how to go into it, in all honesty. Like... <sighs> the time travel stuff makes that game difficult to... Yes, very <laughs> much kinda, so. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> is, is he top 10 good I would I would have to go from what you two know because I'm, I'm not playing this game I don't know if he's top 10 good he, he is a good antagonist especially when you get towards the end of the game and you find out how long the, the, the battle has been going on millions and of years like before you were even taking part of part in it in different parts in time it had been going on long long before and I guess that's one of the reasons it, it makes it really cool to play the, the game over and over again. So that speaks more to the game though than the character, doesn't it? True, but And the yeah. story of it. Yeah. Like is it maybe just a cooler story that he's just a part of? I, I maybe that's it. Uh, that so he could probably go in that sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, I mean, if you, there's someone else you think should go besides Andrew Ryan. No, <laughs> like, he, he's a good antagonist. I, I don't think there's you really lose much him? to it. Okay. Well, let's lose him for now, then. It's not like we're going to forget these motherfuckers. Um, now that I'm looking at it, maybe we lose Shodan. Like, if I had to pick between Shodan and Andrew Ryan for those types of games, Andrew Ryan's much more captivating throughout the whole game. Shodan's really cool, though. Yeah. I really do like Shodan. I don't know. I don't know enough about Kerrigan, to be honest. Like, I know she's a really cool antagonist, but... She kind of has a lot in in similarity with uh, Arthas, though, in a way. Fought for good, she didn't, you know. Arthas never really got betrayed. True, but he, he does got, become he got, evil. He got tricked by a cursed sword. That's true. Oh, I'd rather be. I like the betrayal better though. That's a. I don't know. That seems stronger than just getting tricked. Do we have to lose them both? No. <laughs> I was actually. I, I almost want to get rid of Arthas on a technicality because he's not. He's not the bad guy until World of Warcraft. His own yeah, game. It was simply that he got tricked and then he's the bad guy. Is he like just another. I mean, don't get he's me He's like right. another stepping stone in the story kind of thing. 
No. Is, is he no. still like continuously the bad guy throughout the whole series? He's. I know we're not talking specifically bad guy, but I guess he's like one of the pillars. Because there's, there's, there's multiple. There's a lot of conflict going on. Yeah. So okay. it's not. It's not just. It's not. There's not one single entity. That's if we stop this one, everything else will be fine. So that, that is tough. Well, and it's kind of funny because that, that's what he was trying to do. And by attaining his ultimate goal, he got tricked. And that's how he became a bad guy. Is He he was trying to resolve the conflict. Right. Yeah. That's actually why I, I kind of like it. That's why I had it because of he. I mean, it's, it's a tragic it's a, story. Yeah, unique, yeah, unique yeah, tragedy a, yeah. where it's it's almost like that that Dark Knight line where it's like you oh uh, leave yourself or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. He's the embodiment of that line. Mm, I kind of like that though. Okay, then I don't want to get rid of that. Uh, Diablo, Dan. Yeah, we can probably get rid of Diablo. S- sell me any. I mean, are you but... selling me the backstory behind a lot of those. <laughs> Godly level like characters like Diablo and Lilith and that are pretty up there, but I think well his his name is the game. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> number one. That's right a pretty there. good He's argument. Such a badass. <laughs> like his right. name is the game. Like yeah, that's that's <laughs> all right. It's decided now. All right, Diablo is number one. That's it. Let's close this out. Wrap it up. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's, I that's tough. <laughs> He is definitely. We guess our cousin shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely a good, a good antagonist because he's always a step ahead of you. Okay. Through, through every game, like even though you kill him in every game, he's not actually dead because he's always he's he's ready for for the next plan. You know, like he's especially well with three, you, you kill him, but he's in the Black Soul Stone, right? And he knows who's gonna get it, so he's he's always. He's always ready. He's always prepared, and I think that's what makes him a good antagonist. Is because he's his cleverness is. You don't think it ever gets to the point like God? Will you just fucking die? I mean, I don't, it, I don't I mean, know. It's like, kind of that way with every game in his series. It's like I, mean, I just want to kill Diablo, but I mean, didn't even. I don't, I don't know. You kill Bale in two, and and then I actually play one, but is the fact that. Is there he something are, you want to see in the game? Like you, like I can't wait till another. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you learn about his lore, and when you finally get to him, it's and even it's like definitely an interesting. And this experience. this one's a little bit harder because a lot of his more interesting stuff isn't in the game. That's in like the animated stuff and and, and like backstory and lore. Yeah, the books that they wrote about but the, fact the that whole. He's the most clever yeah. of the seven. The seven prime evils is why he's the most feared. Because you know there's Asmodan and 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 Bale, but they're all they all have their their specialties. You know, like Asmodan's the primeval of war, and so he's his his physical prowess in combat. But for for a primeval's main attribute to be cleverness, and that's what makes everyone else, even the other primevals, terrified of him. Yeah, I do think that's, that's even the good. other bad guys I... are kind of scared of Diablo, and that's why a lot of times they try to plot against him because even primevals are like, we're, we're scared of this guy. That one is tough. That one's pretty good. I I like that. (laughs) You want to come back around to Diablo then Preston? I I have at this point, I have to kick off Shodan then because 
Dan's selling me a lot on Diablo and Arthas actually on those two. <laughs> like just enough. Like I love Shodan a lot, but I just don't think that sticks. And I think we could probably pick either Kerrigan or Arthas. One of those two. They they are similar enough. I don't know, man. They're both that good, though. Oh, like, I think I'd rather go with Arthas to keep or to keep. Yeah. I don't want to lose I Kerrigan like just because Ke- her story's so good yes. that. She gets abandoned, and then yeah, it's I don't that doesn't feel right to just kick her out just because she's no. so, so. I guess it's been it's been because a while hers since hers is a true just, story of vengeance. Well, I've never played any of them. I'm going off over. just oh, shit see. I've seen and read. But. Yeah, I, I yeah. I, I have a hard time. Do you guys in a long time? Do you guys want to discuss the two I have on mine? Handsome Jack and Elusive Man. I like Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack should be on here. I like Handsome Jack a lot. I like I liked his story though. Elusive Man, I could lose. Okay, like, I was just bringing that up because while his motivations are in one way or another, which good, one are we talking about? Elusive Man. Okay, sorry. Okay, with Elusive Man, that ultimately his overall goal in Mass Effect is to make humanity the best species out there against all other alien right. races that we've come across, and with him to actually take Commander Shepard at the end of Mass Effect One, beginning of Mass Effect Two, and to essentially rebuild him. And keep his status as a specter, uh, you know, that was going to be his gateway in, is that Commander Shepard's a human. He is one of the top humans right now within the Citadel. He is going to be the one that's going to be able to make my plan go through with Cerberus, to be able to make humanity the top of the top. Um, I felt that his... A lot of the things, of course, especially a lot of the stuff he sent you on, of course, was always more human-driven than anything else, though. Um, but I think compared to a lot of the others here, he can definitely go. Um, because it's more like it's more like his intentions were the best for humanity and that he wanted to merge, like, not necessarily, like, not necessarily merge with the aliens necessarily, but he wanted to be the best of the best and absorb what they had as the best to make humanity better. It's kind of a cool and story. So, like I, he does, I he really does. And I think the the whole side thing, like with Cerberus, and I of love course, his whole presentation you know, too. Just the way they do the character. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's just, just this, most of it. Yeah, yeah, he's. I just like the. Yeah, I like that in the just, shadows the whole time. Yeah, you go oh. walk. You're you're walking in there to go talk to him. You got the giant star behind him. He's just sitting there menacingly. You know, getting ready to, you know, going through all the different dialogue options with him. So that's why I thought he definitely Uh. was like a good antagonist. He's not, out of everything in Mass Effect itself, I would say he's probably not the best. um, But I like his better than some of the others. That's a good, actually, that's a good point right there. Like, he's not even the high point of his own game. I didn't want to go. I think that could be a I can't remember the name of, like, the top Reaper. Like, the the main kind of, like, controlling Reaper out of all of them. But it was like... They they have a goal. They, like the Reapers yeah. have a goal. It's like they're going to go through. They're going to cleanse. They're going to purge. They're going to erase. They're going to start everything over. You know that was their part. That that didn't have any drive or motivation other than just to keep things going. Whereas Elusive Man had something. So he's on the list, but he's he's gone. So that's all right. That's a tough guy, man. I like yeah, him. I, I, I do to, like the Elusive Man yeah, a lot. I just wanted to ask. I think him. you oh. actually kind of sold me a little bit on yeah. him yeah. not even being the best. I'm going to play Wesker. Mass Effect too. I was actually going to bring him up. Um, that motherfucker will just not die in a goddamn volcano. He, you have to shoot a he fucking a, rocket at him. <laughs> he was probably a good example of like a top antagonist in the first game. Yeah, he was because you yeah. didn't know what was going on. Exactly. Exactly. Was, yeah. But 
any other game that he's been an antagonist in, he's not he's not the greatest antagonist. I think I mean, he's, like he's imposing. Like, yeah. yeah, I think what happened but, is that they did so well with him in the first game that as they introduced him subsequently, they just they're like, oh, we have a cash cow with him being the bad guy. Yeah. It just got progressively not necessarily worse. Okay, it just there were things that just kept happening that added on. Like I did not like him in so in yeah, RE5. honorable mention for for the first game. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good twist like okay. the first time you play it. It sounds like but, we're okay with cutting him then. Yeah. Okay. So we're at eleven right now on our list, guys. Huh? You want to get rid of Dorman? You're you and me are Shadow of the Colossus guys. Dorman's very. I, I man, I, does he? What a fucking twisted thing! Like you son of a bitch. I did not play Shadows. I actually took a few minutes there to kind of just peek through, um, like the actual story of Dorman in there. Wow, I really wish I had. A, I really wish I had picked up Shadows of the Colossus when I had a PlayStation Two as a kid. But okay, so his actual story though is not very evident through the game. No, but like through the actual gameplay, you're not learning a lot of that stuff. It's, just it's kind of it's very on cri- you. yeah. It's it's very cryptic, mm-hmm. but it does. I if the only thing that really hits home is him as like someone who's that you hate that's working against you is that he's used you the whole fucking game. Right. I think it lends to it though, is the overall objective of shadows of the Colossus though. And it lends the fact that you were being played essentially like by this one entity to bring them back together as to one whole unit and just fuck everything. over. So th- that would be like my same argument for Bioshock is I've been played this whole fucking time, but Andrew Ryan's kept me interested in him the whole fucking time. Dorman did Dorman not do that then? No, he was just a voice that I like, I did, I when did I not played, play. What so pushed me through Shadow of the Colossus was fighting the next Colossus. That that was me too. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's I, not like it's it not was, like you know fi- finding the Colossus and then finally actually yeah. like so what you're going s- around and trying to figure out where his points okay. are. So what you're saying is that like even though Dorman was an entity, he wasn't something or it whatever was not an entity that really made its presence known each time you took down a Colossus necessarily. Right? You felt like the goal was take down a Colossus. Get your girlfriend, fiance, whatever the hell she is, back. Yeah, really? was that I mean, like such kinda, a that basic was the way it felt the yeah. Yeah. until you got the curveball. Yeah, that was okay. Holy I think shit, that's this enough to happening. get rid. Of. Damn. So like that would be like a better like if this was like plot twist type thing. This would yeah, be yeah. maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe like if it happened halfway through the game instead of like towards the end. Mm. Would yeah, that, it's, would a, that it's a really good case? thing. To, okay, I mean, you start getting your suspicions when you start noticing that you're getting more and more. Uh, sick through each Colossus you drop out you're like what mm-hmm. is going on like you you start getting suspicions but it still hit me like a ton of bricks when okay. I was like this motherfucker well where that brings us then to is just to make sure one two eight, three nine, four ten. that's ten. five six seven eight nine ten you are correct we are now down to the yeah ten remaining hey, we antagonists fucking quick guys so shall we go ahead and get into the debate of ordering these yeah, let's do that. All right. Let's let's figure this out against everything right now. I'm going to recommend maybe... Maybe uh, Andrew Ryan should be at the very bottom since I had to fight so hard just to get him here. Yeah. I, I mean, we haven't he, talked about Liquid Ocelot, though. I was actually going to wow. say maybe he should be cl- towards the bottom, but being is that we didn't talk about Liquid and we didn't talk uh, about Frau. They, they should probably we, did, be at we the didn't even talk about too. Glados either. No, no, no we up. didn't. No, 
I honestly thought I thought Frau Angle, GLaDOS, and Sephiroth, we didn't talk about any of those. I thought they were guaranteed. I think I, I think, think GLaDOS should be more towards I think it should go maybe Andrew Ryan at number ten and then GLaDOS at nine. I got, reason, I got GLaDOS near one. No, no, the only reason the only reason for that, of course, is the changeover in Portal Two where she ended up getting screwed over and you had to end up working with her and instead of her becoming like another problem at the very end of portal 2 she's just like you know what it's like you helped me out you did put me through all this chaos and it's like i did the same thing to you just go well that's just a good character arc that's not that that's is. not taken away from her as an antagonist yeah and she's so she, fucking isn't she the highlight of portal oh she is absolutely True, because she's, she's so also fucking good she's also a very personal antagonist i mean isn't that good well, she's fucked over so many people, of course. At least that's the way the lore appears to be, is that it's like she's fucked over so many test subjects. And then now, yeah, exactly. You know, it could have been. Shell could have been the only test subject, actually, you know, compared to everything else. But I don't know. I just feel Her that- relationship with you is what makes her so good, though. Like, the way she talks, it feels like she knows you, man. She's such a fucking bitch to you. I think and that she- becomes more... I, I think love GLaDOS. that comes more to light in the second one, though, as it goes through the first one. Yeah, It's still true. a lot more the robotic. The second one, it's like, okay, you go in. Are you going to be seeing GLaDOS again? Oh, you do. She knows all this stuff about you, and she's pissed off that it's you. She, she is, I mean, uh, that's where maybe, okay, I can now agree with you on that part. It's like that in Portal 2, she does end up getting pissed off. It's like, okay, you're back now. Damn it! I knew what happened last time, and she even plays a she plays a trick on you there too, where like the missile launching pod is like actually up to go and do it, and she ends up putting away. It's like I remember this one. I remember when this happened last time. We're not doing yeah, this again. Like she's so, okay. introduced as a really interesting character so, in one, okay, and so, then in two, the idea a, that you have to work with the person that pisses you off. That's a cool thing to do in the game. Like, she's on your team for now, but, like, we're not friends. Don't get She's don't get even it more pissed off, too. I'm a potato. Yeah, like, don't get, it, don't get it fucking twisted. We're okay, not friends. Okay, you know what? Preston, you sold me on that one. I won't put her at the bottom, then. I, th- I think I'll, I'll retract the bottom part. But maybe you're kind of on the path, though, with Andrew I have, Ryan. I have a question then. about that, then. Like, is, But is that the fact that you have to work with her? Because I'm, I'm not a portal guy. I actually watched, like, a half an hour of videos just okay. to understand her, and I still kind of... I feel like her her big thing is like just like the sarcasm and, and oh, all her that stuff. Is just so it's good. a lot of it's it. It's off the charts good. But yeah. I mean, does is that necessarily something we can relate to her being an antagonist though, or is it just like her personality? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is, like no, I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not like, sure what you're like asking. that, like that sarcasm isn't. That's just who she is, but that doesn't. That's not adding to her. That's why I was saying is antagonistic that antagonistic tendencies. That's why I was like, it feels like it becomes more fleshed out as you go into Portal Two. So you have to, you can't just pick up Portal Two out of the series if you've never played Portal One and play it because there's a lot of things that you're going to miss in the dynamics. You have to play Portal One to and fully then play Portal it. Two to actually get it to fully realize it. Okay. So if they ended up like releasing that as just one game where they stitched it together and said like sixty years later to go into Portal 2, you know, as one game. That might make it easy for some people, but because it's separate, people might be like, oh, Portal 2's got things fixed, it'll be newer, easier, but the story part might just throw you off. If this was just Portal 1, I would agree with you. Like, it's just her personality that's selling me. Yeah. But with Portal 2, the way you guys work together against Wheatley, but she's... I mean, she's still fucking you over every chance she can. Yeah. If she wasn't sarcastic... And if she wasn't, you know, so very like tongue in cheek with the player, if she didn't have that aspect. Like, would 
that no. change. She did not. The, in the first she, oh, it, it, she wouldn't. I don't even know if she'd be on the list if she wasn't as good as she no. is as okay. the actual character. Yeah. But I mean, that was even in the last battle. Like the whole point in Portal One in the last battle was to remove every single one of her personality cores and destroy them. I mean, that was oh, the one yeah, part of it, though, too. Yeah, is that like you removed yeah. her anger, you removed her logic, you removed her um, wisdom, I suppose, if you want to call it that way, though, too. Yeah, you removed all of really those to do it, her, and then though. they reintroduced all the different cores as well, though, too, in Portal 2, and gave mm-hmm. them even more emphasis relating to her personality. If it wasn't for her personality, it would just be someone throwing up a roadblock in your way, like... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be it. It would be it for would the de- first game. Yes, the second say, game it becomes a story, but that's because yes. of the personality they introduced with her. That's in the first why we're one, looking at this as the series. So if you look at if you looked at Portal One and as he said the roadblocks, then I would compare Glados to Bowser, yeah. where Bowser's kids, like in Super Mario World, are all roadblocks for you going through each of those castles, going past all of them. That's what they are. So yes, if this was just Portal One, Glados would have already been gone first thing, but because it's the portal franchise the portal series i think glados i'm right there with you preston i think glados deserves to stay on the list but well she's on the list obviously <laughs> yeah but no i she, she deserves to stay oh, her fuck. personality uh, is, is what makes her so but does she deserve to be lower on the list though still compared to some of these others because well, we haven't talked to liquid ocelot let's talk him real quick okay why should this is, all, this is all you guys i'm he, he has the arm of he has the arm of he's liquid fun. snake like he's, he's just sewn on he's a him. fun fucking yeah. bad oh, guy that, that scene with the when the patriot system goes active and he's doing the finger guns <laughs> yeah. oh my god he's he's <laughs> just ridiculous mm. Especially when you're introduced... Well, no, we're talking just Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay, I gotta stick with just that. I was thinking back to like when he was Liquid Revolver back in some of the older stuff. So, Or uh, um, Ocelot. Revolver, Revolver Ocelot. Ocelot. Revol- that, thank you. That's, yeah. I, like, I knew I was making something up. Um, yeah. It, he's a very effective antagonist. Well, His, I do think it's cool, though, too, that he's been he's been kind of an antagonist, you know? Throughout the entire series, but now he finally has the the tools that he needs to He's take down Snake. He's not just a secondary antagonist. He is the main antagonist for this game. But you right. haven't really known it all all along. Like in, in Metal Gear in Solid Four. No, no, you're doing in Metal Gear Solid Four. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. introduced but like first through thing the series. The through the series, no. there's kind of like elusive man. There are some points where he's that's why I consider him a secondary antagonist. Yeah. It's like he's not been the main one in all those different games. However, yeah, four is his four is his breakout. His his yeah, it's his see, shining moment. Yeah, you see him with the PMCs. You see him um, working his way kind of behind the scenes in one way or another with the main enemies that you end up coming across shooting with sniper wolves with helicopters yeah. shooting them out of the is sky is that all you want is finger guns <laughs> yeah, I just if all I, you're bringing to me is finger guns I'm putting them in 10 I just love that yeah, scene it makes me laugh you know. it just makes me laugh <laughs> it really I does think... but if all you're bringing to me is finger guns I'm putting them in 10 guys. <laughs> I think I think Liquid Ocelot I think Liquid Ocelot compared to these ones can be in the bottom 10 but I think he's gotta be a little higher I think he's gotta be a little higher up maybe okay. about 7 maybe uh-huh, 6 I was thinking like 8 you think so? Okay. Yeah. I thought you could be up there a little higher. Are you going to fight hard for Zephyroth? Uh, yeah. I, I figured you were. Do we have a running list going of what we're saying is like one, two, three, so on? No, I know, I know where the fights are. Okay. Like, so I guess I'll type this up so and number it. How, how hard do you want to fight for Handsome Jack? What are you, what are you looking at here? I, I actually think he should be top five, but I don't think he'd be number one. Ooh, top five? 
Mm, that's tough. I actually agree. What? What? Did, why don't you talk a little bit about Handsome Jack then on that I, one? I mean, it's it's more him, especially it's more its backstory. You know, especially learning it through the Tales series. And wait, did you learn about through Tales? You learned some, yeah. Yeah, I, he, he, there's I, also I, got some, him, I get them all mixed up. Yeah, there's honestly. there's still some. His ultimate in. goal is to like as Hyperion came in, and of course in Borderlands Two and the discovery of this this mega vault, this massive vault. That was his big thing was to always get there and to to conquer whatever that was. And he wasn't going to let anybody stand in his way. I mean the the cut scene at the beginning of the game is the four options of player characters that you get, and him saying, oh, "Sorry, I'm not going to let you do this," and then blows you the fuck up. I mean, he's charming, but he is. I don't. I don't yeah, know I mean, if not, I, find, not, I don't know if I a, find his yeah. his story of what he's trying to accomplish is interesting to some of these others. I mean, now that we even just mention it, it's like it's kind of the same with Liquid Ocelot and Glados. Like they all. Where do you think he sits then, Preston? Where do you think Handsome Jack sits? Your opinion on this. I don't know, man. It's really hard to order these fuckers. These are, there are a lot really of good ones. Good. What I'm really shocked about is that like we've got three Blizzard titles on here. They know how to they do, do stories. I, I know that's so the, that's where the next fucking like, crazy gonna... part. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. We haven't talked Frau Angle. Like, am I the only one fighting for Frau Angle? Or well, she was never talked about in any of the elimination stuff. So <laughs> maybe we just just forgot to pass her or something. I mean, <laughs> dude, she's, she's a good fu- Nazi. She man. is fucking great at it. She's she makes is terrifying. You hate her. Not okay. only, but she actually scares me. And like, there's so a, she does the job of a Nazi, but the head Nazi. Like, she's not even the main bad guy in the first Wolfenstein, but they made her the main bad guy in the second one because she was so scary and intimidating in the first one. They're like, we got to bring her back. She was just too fucking good. So in the first one, there's this scene where you're in a train. It's it's kind of it's kind of like Inglorious Bastards, where it's just the tensions just fucking building. You have to sit on a train opposite side of her and she's trying to figure out if you're a nazi or not if you're part of it because you're in nazi disguise so you're trying to pass yourself off as one and she's sitting there questioning you about shit and you're like what do i answer here i was like what is about to happen because there's these two giant mech things that you cannot beat at this point in the game standing there like what the fuck do i do and it's just so intimidating and she does and she has so many scenes like that throughout the both of the games the second game, which she that, that, that intro with Woo! the with the wow. heading, you're just like holy. Yeah, shit. she kills your fucking mentor right fucking in front of you. Cuts her head off. Starts talking at you with her like a fucking hand puppet. What the hell? Wow. She is like yeah. There's Nazi and then there's this bitch. Like she is a step above. So the, so the whole point is not necessarily just to be intimidating because you're a Nazi, but you have the psychological side of it that it's like there's there's a cruelness to her that is. Yeah, like when we're talking about like someone who does not give a fuck what you think will go right through you, she is that. Like Hitler is in the second game, and he's not even the. I don't find Hitler scarier than (laughs) this bitch. Like she is crazy scary. Like you blow her jaw off in the first one, and she still tries to kill you with her jaw hanging off her fucking face in a first person action sequence. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. Like she won't stop. She is just nuts. Okay. She, oh man. So let, let me go through here and number a couple things. So from our discussions thus far, what do we think is at number 10? Since I had so much fight, I think Andrew Ryan should be number 10. Okay. Sorry for the typing, folks. As much as I love Andrew Ryan, I don't think it hits you guys as much as it does me. 
he's just so good at pushing you through that story. Every, he is the best part. He, everything he says is so fucking interesting. His video, his audio logs are by far the most interesting shit in that game, I think. Ah, fuck. Okay, 10, though. Like, these guys have got some great fucking okay. stories. All right, what do we think about number nine? Do we want to go... Um, Does anyone want to fight? Like, no one's willing to go on a run with me for Ryan, right? No, I think, I know Kyle's not. No one's willing to go on that run with me. Okay. I think 10's cool. Okay, that's fine. So then maybe Liquid... Okay. Maybe Liquid Ocelot, then it... Nine. Maybe Diablo. What do you think, Dan? That's fine. Okay. You're 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 the one who had him on your list there too, and I have nothing against any of that. That's why I, I mean if you were to because li- I mean even if you were to order those, you're gonna put Diablo after Arthas and Kefka, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then I think Ocelot at eight. Okay. He 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 had to claw to get to be you know, the main antagonist. Yeah. I think that's pretty high for him, but I'm not going to fight you too much. Then maybe GLaDOS at seven? No, man. GLaDOS has, to be, she needs GLaDOS be has to be top five. All right. Uh, GLaDOS is so fucking good. What a list. Uh, we actually, actually, one character we've not talked about on here is Sephiroth. Sell me on Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Oh, why is, he should be so fucking high. He is. You've got to back me up on this one, Dan. He's a badass. It starts out, he he's just a regular soldier. Like, he's high up in the soldiers, but he's a soldier. He finds out he's an experiment mm-hmm. and just goes apeshit. Well, then all of a sudden, his ultimate goal isn't to become a god. He's going to become god, period. That That's what the ultimate, like goal for him is is he he's he's done with humanity um he's been fucked around his entire life so now he's he's going to open the live stream and use it to become or well he's going to summon the meteor to open the live stream to become god damn i mean his motive his motives are pretty clear through like, most okay, of that. so but throughout the game, is he is he pissing you off? Is he is he working hard he's against? Really, for two or is thirds it just of it, like he's, he's not really present. Yeah, I, the whole point of the game is you're chasing him to to stop him. So like you'll go to a town that he's been into, and you'll kind of see, and maybe you'll see a glimpse of him here and there. But you're always like three steps behind him, and you always seem to show up. Like in the midst of the aftermath, so maybe it's building onto how bad he is. It seemed like it was pretty clear that it's like this is this is the bad guy. I mean, it didn't seem like there was much hiding it in what was the game for PSP Crisis, but like to Core. maybe like to build the hatred of him. Yeah, in Crisis Core, they gave him kind of a backstory, right? Like they actually introduced Sephiroth there, but he wasn't. He wasn't known as this one who had his ulterior motives or anything, at least through a chunk of that. And then once he got into seven, it was like you immediately knew, you know, he was. He didn't. You didn't immediately know, though. Well, I thought he I thought he had those like I thought that a lot of his motivations were clear enough or was a lot of his stuff more like his motivations were more like undertone until he actually started to make progress towards his plan. Yes. Okay. because you don't even see him in Midgar. You see Tracy no. of him in Shinra Tower when he kills everyone. I mean, he does. 
he does just cut everyone up who gets in his way. So, I mean, that's a plus to him. But, I mean, you don't see him in Midgar. The first time you learn about him is when you're in Calm, right after Midgar. And that's when Cloud does his information dump. And you learn that, you know, oh, that was a soldier with Sephiroth. Obviously, even further on, you know, that's not the case, but. Hmm. Like he's is he too- even the most interesting character in his own game? Like a lot of these, I think they're they're the best part of their game that we're talking about. Like Kefka, I would I would assume Kefka is probably the best part of Final Fantasy three, right? Yeah, like Frau Engel is the best part of Wolfenstein. Once you get it put all together, I'd say he he's the best part of the game. But it, it there's there's some more investment that needs to go into him and his story for sure. Yeah. Because because it does it does then, take a while to to put all the pieces together okay. and it's also, about who he is. It's also more tied in with Cloud too, and how you know Sephiroth can kind of control Cloud because they're they're both failed experiments, but Sephiroth is more successful, and so he, he that's the whole like reunion thing is he's calling all of his failed clones back to to basically give him more power. So that's why he kind of controls Cloud. So I mean, he does have like that direct impact on the main story. How tough. about we put Kerrigan at seven then? For Man, the fact of like, I like her story though. I do. I that's a cool story, but is it driving you through the game? Or is it, it just? Is, a, it is it, one part of it. It is one part of it. Yeah. There's a lot of other. <laughs> those games are like expansive. Like, when is right? They, as far like, as like even like politically, like with the Terrans and and all of their yeah. The internal drama going on. She had her story fleshed out like hardcore in StarCraft 2, like in her specific expansion. It's like they really fleshed her out. I'm trying to remember going back to the original StarCraft games. Like with Kerrigan itself, she was introduced in, was it Brood War that she was brought in as an actual character? I don't immediately remember. I never played the original StarCraft. That's what I was going to say. Brood War. Okay. I was going to say, because I thought that was like her thing. It's like that was the way to get her out there. Besides making some of the changes, you know, for all the other classes. But it's like, okay, here is her. And they fleshed her out a bit. But it wasn't until you got to StarCraft II and some of the other lore that they built up with the books and other things that they came out with that you really got to know. It's like how fucked over she got by the Terrans. That she's on a mission. She has to go complete that mission. Zerger coming in and they're just like, sorry, we're not going to come and get you. We're like radio silence and that's it. And then she effectively, her whole goal is to fuck over the Terrans, is to just become, for the Zerg to effectively become the master race, right? Yes. Yeah. That's why she's Zerg queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what she becomes. That's what she evolves into. And so that's why it's like her story compared to some of these other ones here is that I don't want to say she's the perfect antagonist. She's a really good one, though. It is a very... versus Kerrigan, like, who would you take? Oh, man, and even Arthas is still good too, because his is all about y'all. Fuckers gotta start picking some shit. <laughs> Fuck, Blizzard I think Blizzard. Arthas over Kerrigan. I have no dog in that fight. He's definitely. This feels like the Spider-Man meme where the two Spider-Man are pointing at each other. <laughs> That's how this really feels right now. Okay, <laughs> I, this is this is you guys. These are your games. These aren't. Um, I I would pick Arthas over her too. Just because, okay. Arthas had you, good intentions going into what he was 
Well, and that's exactly, doing. That's exactly my point, though. Yeah. It's like when you boil it down to Kerrigan, it is very much a revenge plot. Yes. Arthas, on the other hand, mm. though, had good intentions, and the power got to his head. Right. And then ultimately, it, it was, he it was more becoming... like it was more like this gradual corruption. Yeah. And it was very. Yeah, because... I don't want to say hers wasn't tragic, but like there's a level of tragedy involved with Arthas because of his intentions initially that yeah. I think cement him over Kerrigan. But... His is a slow progression to corruption, ultimately to the frozen throne. Hers, on the other hand, is his left basically, yeah, basically a left for dead secret agent. We're not doing anything for you. You're this is what's going to happen. And now, yeah, it's actually it's a full on. So I would say, yeah, Arthas. Above like Kerrigan, above Diablo. Better. Yeah. So I would probably put Kerrigan – what do we say? Kerrigan at seven? Well, I, I'm just trying to get the rough order of those two. Like, okay, so yeah. um, see, this is why I would put Handsome Jack down around this area. I mean, I think they should be six and seven in Kerrigan and, and Handsome Jack. So I've, – I've, re- I've reconsidered my position with, with Handsome Jack and it's kind of like, eh, okay. 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 So handsome. So handsome. Jack at seven and Kerrigan at six, or the other way around. Well, hold on a second. Like I'm just taking Dan's word on Kefka. Like, does anyone else have? Is, is Kefka that good, Kyle? I used to try and fight Kefka, Sephiroth over Kefka. Kefka has got it. Kefka's got it. Okay. I think he should be at number one. Okay. Okay. So then, handsome Jack at six, six or seven. Okay. And then Kerrigan and the other. I'm. You, you, can, okay you, you can swap either one of those. I'm not going to fight you on either one. I think – okay. I think – I think Ker- honestly, I think Kerrigan over Handsome Jack. So I'm going to put Handsome Jack at okay. seven and Kerrigan at six. I, I have no feeling on that. So if that's what you guys want to do, that's fine. Because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Kerrigan's choice. Gosh. Should we just go ahead and say I go back and at five then? Uh, you know what? I'm not opposed to that because I think Arthas definitely has it over Kerrigan. But I think compared to some of these others, I don't see him moving What's that left? much farther ahead. Uh, GLaDOS so, – uh, Frau. Kefka, Frau, and Sephiroth. Well, I, no, maybe I, actually, I don't have, I don't have a gun. I don't no, have a in that fight. Maybe Sephiroth, Sephiroth at five, and then Arthas at four. I think Arthas. Nothing against Sephiroth, though. I mean, he definitely his was definitely a mission. <laughs> his was definitely a mission for the ultimate power, for his own personal benefit. Whereas Arthas's goal especially when he definitely became the antagonist was that his was for good but it effectively turned him around to end up becoming the problem i mean, I mean likes that I mean, you tragic can, I mean, tragic you, downfall you can kind of say that for sephiroth too though because it's not like he knew he was an experiment right but once he you could actually we, we could actually almost argue that hojo is the antagonist of seven i don't know about that <laughs> I just hate Hojo, though. Well, exactly. <laughs> he's not making no damn list. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I just think he's a piece of crap. I don't, Hojo I don't is, see Hojo him is as res- like an ultimate bad guy. Or he's anything. responsible for Sephiroth. Then, very true. But I, okay, so then let's let's weigh it then between Arthas and, and Sephiroth. Then between the two stories of how they became really the antagonists of their of their series of at least their game. Well, let's let's put it this way: Sephiroth knows that. That your team has a way to kill him and goes out of his way to go and murder one of the main ca- characters to just take care of that problem right then and there. That's a good point. That is true. He, he's like, he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just gonna nip it in the bud. So then, okay, yeah. Whereas, okay, then uh, I'll, I'll concede to that one. Okay, so then Arthas and then, um, Sephiroth. So Arthas at five and maybe Sephiroth at four. Then, 
I don't know if Sephiroth can really make it any higher against this because you sold me on Frau. Like, Frau is sadistic. I would fight for Frau pretty hard. She's just okay. Then I think we've got, uh, we've got our top ten if that's the case. So Arthas at five, Sephiroth at four. So then... That's gotta be Glados maybe at three. Yeah, I think she's a top three. Yeah, so God, three. I really like Glados. <laughs> okay, so then between Kefka and Frau, I don't want to get to a tie no, for he, first. But... He's a badass. Okay. He destroyed the world. Frau's a that, badass. That, that, said. Own fucking yeah, way, you guys. Man. Did she, she destroy the world? She took it fucking over. She runs the did world. Did she become a god? It's that. One's that, that, dealing in mystical powers, one's, yeah, but, one's I mean, based in the reality. Like, what kind of fucking argument is that? Yeah, but that is, that's just so much that more is powerful. Def- that is definitely the bigger argument, though, too, is that you're you're grounding something into the reality. If the Nazis won World War II, and this is this is how things ended up progressing okay, with the advancements in technology, and then... Frau Engel has power in a regime. Kefka has his own power. No, Engel is really the head of the thing. She runs it. She runs it, but she's H- not the... Like, Hitler is hidden away on Venus, pissing himself. That's still such a funny thing yeah, to Yeah, because he can't actually do anything. <laughs> is, she, is, she, is she marching into every battle at the front of the line? No. Yeah, but that's something Kefka would do. Well, there, there is no battle. It's, they've won. So, okay, so I guess the comparison then comes down to is... It's like is, you're fighting them from within. There, there, there is frowns, no battle. You're just fucking with... The Nazis from Frau's within. Frau's persona. You're, breaking, you're in a concentration camp breaking out. Yeah. Frau, she's, she, when she's there, because she wasn't even there in all of the first ones. Frau's persona and and leniency within being chaotic evil versus Kefka's ultimate goal of just things for himself. Whereas, of course, Frau is more for the, the betterment of the Nazi regime. I, I'm not necessarily against Kefka. I just don't like I the would say I just Kefka don't like the, is very chaotic evil so, if you so, follow the story. So I guess my thing is, is like Kefka so okay, I'm going to actually put him in her role. Like it's she's trying to like I guess I don't know how to articulate this. If Kefka was in charge of the Nazis, he would also destroy all the Nazis too, because he just doesn't care about them. Like she's still for for as for as sadistic as she is. Well, she'll kill her own Nazis. She don't. But but I mean, like she doesn't do it just to do it. She's not like oh, okay. I'm just, just going to go kill this guy today because I feel like it. You know, like like she's she's ruthless in her. And her execution of things, but it's not the goal. There, there is still some goal with her. Where, whereas versus Kefka is like, I just hate everything. You know what I mean? Like his. Oh. Yeah, I, okay, I, I get that, but like, I don't know if that makes you necessarily a better antagonist, just because you hate everything. Like, well, say, like say, the, say the, Joker the, was still on this that, list. That's a poor way to to, to say that, but. But it's more like she wants Nazis to be in control of the world. Okay. Right? Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. So, whereas like she's, she's trying to establish some kind of, of power, but it's still within reason. But it's, it's obviously it's Nazis, but, but it's still like she just wants to, to, to be dominant there versus, versus Kafka where it's like, mm-hmm. I just, 
want to destroy everything and I guess that's where that's where I for me I'm leaning I lean toward Kefka. Is that I Kef- mean I, I see the difference I just don't know why one is better in that regard I don't know why wanting to destroy everything so, makes so let's take, it better let, than wanting Nazi control. Let, let's take a look at the story bad. side of things with Kefka and the two games that he's in in three and six. And it's the same game is it, oh is it just yeah. same oh that's yeah. right yeah they, okay okay and okay so Kefka in his in the story itself of the game as an antagonist other than just. The ultimate goal of destroying everything to become this, I guess, singularity, if you want to call it, like this singular concentration of godly power. And Frau, throughout the story, of course, is being a central figure of, or being the central figure of the Nazi regime as they've taken over the United States and have progressed their agenda that much more forward with their authoritarian regime. I, that's where we got to look at it now. It's not necessarily just them themselves, but you got to look at the overarching story, though, too. And so where is it that they, as the player character, or in the case of Final Fantasy, player characters, which one hinders and frustrates the player character more than the other? I think that's what we have to look at. Not necessarily just the story of the antagonist themselves, though, too, but I think we need to look at the story and how, as a character itself, as the player what is it that those two do different from each other that actually make, you know, that lead them there? Does that make sense? I know, of course, that kind of leads us back to, like, the rest of the list, though, too, but it's, that's where we're kind of, that's where I feel like we're kind of at, is because it's like, what is it that this character does, that Kefka does different than Frau, but against the player character that leads them to be a better antagonist? The thing that makes her a better antagonist is her, I, I guess, I, is... Kafka extremely unpredictable. Yes. Okay, so he has that. Uh, like, yeah. he, that, I mean, that's that's kind of how he's introduced. Is like he he goes to Figaro Castle right with Edgar because mm-hmm. he, he's on the trail of Terra. Right. He he says, "Hey, is this fugitive here?" And they're like, "No." And he goes, "Oh, I don't believe you. Let me burn your castle down." Okay. And then the second time we see him is when he poisons Doma. So he's under direct. The the army is. A, Got him in a um, – they're under – Doma's under siege. So they've basically surrendered, but they're basically starving them out. You know, you can't go in and out of your castle to get supplies until you've fully surrendered to us. So they white flag, surrender type thing, Doma. And the general of the army is called back to the empire's capital and he leaves Kefka in charge. And he's like, OK, just keep him there. Don't do anything crazy. Kefka goes, OK. First thing he does when that guy leaves is he poisons their water supply and kills the entire town after they've surrendered. Pretty unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really is. Okay, like, so <laughs> yeah, he just he just gets a wild hair and he's like, okay, they're all dead. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, whereas like where Frau on like, the other like hand is the first that just reminds me of like the Joker. So I, I really like that. Like that. I'm like he's just fucking crazy. I do like that a lot. Um, that's why I wanted to bring that up was between those. So yeah, that's that sells me pretty good. Yeah. Um, whereas I mean, the only thing I could say maybe. The limitation of the game, like you don't feel like you're in it, maybe is necessary. Like. Frau Angle's right in my fucking face with this guy's head talking to me. With that, a is, that is really like, fucked it's up. Like, like I'm, I'm seeing it. I, I feel much more there maybe than like. Right. And I don't and, know if that. Yeah, that, that, that definitely is just like the it's sign the, of the it, times. Yeah, it's, but it's nothing. Not, not any fault of the, yeah. the game or the character. It's, yeah, that's a good point. It's the hardware. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Okay. I'm with it. Okay, that's fine. 
Yeah, Kefka. That's okay. All right. So Frau Engel has moved to number two. Kefka has moved to That's number good arguments. one. And yeah, I forgot about first, that. I forgot three and six were the same the game. The first time just, you see him, he poisons Doma. You're like, holy shit. Yeah, that is, that is like, pretty good. Like, oh, this guy don't give a fuck. You're just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Full on surrender. He's like, yeah, because I guess you would be like, expecting like. Even, even his soldiers are like, uh, they already surrendered. Like, everyone's resisting him. And he's like, fucking do it or I'm going to kill you too. And they're like, oh, that's okay. pretty good. Okay, that's why I wanted to like kind of circle back around that way. Yeah, because we can look at the merits good. of the character itself, but it's like, what is it in the progression of the story itself against the player? Character? That's a pretty good antagonist. So, okay, yeah. All right, so going back through our list here to read off at number ten, we have Andrew Ryan from Bioshock. At nine, we have Diablo from the Diablo franchise. At number eight, we have Liquid Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid Four. At number seven, we have <laughs> Handsome Jack from Borderlands Two. At number six, we have Kerrigan from StarCraft. At number five, we have Arthas from World of Warcraft. At four, we have Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. At number three, we have GLaDOS from the Portal series. At number two, we have Frau Engel from Wolfenstein One and Two: New Colossus. And at number one, we have Kefka Palazzo from Final Fantasy III-6. And with that said... That's a good list. That is actually a really good list. That it was is. a hell of a debate. I really, really loved seeing the back and forth with you guys on Kefka and Frau. That was that was good. A lot of emotion with that one. I do like Frau. <laughs> that was good. With that said, that's it for our weekly topic here. January 11th, 2020. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast. You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the NPCs Podcast. Follow us on there. You'll get updates, of course, on when we get episodes going. We have polls, discussions, and more. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys have yourselves a great night. Bye.